You're listening to DraftKings Network. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Stugatz. It's This is it. It's, yeah. It's Friday. Yep. What you're hearing in my voice is uh, I have eaten the Super Bowl. All of it. Huh. Radio Rose, Super Bowl week. I'm exhausted, Billy. I mean, Jesus Christ almighty. Yeah. And I'm still, listen, I'm telling you right now, hmm. I am super stressed today. Are so you? you're going to have to deal. Yeah, I don't have flight stuff. I, I, I'm not confident in my connecting flights, and I need to get to Syracuse, New hmm. York. We've been talking about it all week. I have called in a mil- not Billy, not a thousand, not a hundred thousand, not five hundred thousand. I have called in a million favors, hmm. working a million different angles to get me from here when we're done today to Syracuse, New York, so I can be there for my daughter's first lacrosse game. I'm stressed out. Wow. Yeah. Do you I think was, you're going to make it? I don't know. Huh. I know my wife is stressed out. I know my daughter's stressed out. I know my family's telling me they don't need this before her first game. And so yeah. I'll see if I can, uh, I can bail myself out as usual. Because I don't trust the connecting flights that I have. One's already delayed. Uh, anyway, what do we have coming up today, Bill? Uh, today, it's been a great week, huh? It's been a week. Yeah. We have Emmett Smith, we have Tyler Locke, we have Brian Robinson on this episode. Uh-huh. Last night, the NFL Honors, Stugatz, we found out new Hall of Famers. Yes. Zach Thomas got in. He did. Very exciting. Finally. That's that's pretty cool. Zach is deserving. It took him a while. He waited. Never really complained. Uh, sometimes you just got to wait your turn, and, and Zach got in. That's very cool. Our boy, Jared Allen, did not get in. Jared Allen did not get in. Yeah. I don't know if he knows that or doesn't know that yet. But <laughs> We should call him to inform him. Uh, inform him. No. I mean, let, mean? Him, let him curl. You know what I mean? Let's okay. not throw off his curling game. You're but, right. Stugatz, DeMarcus yes. Ware got in, which means he, he got to use the suit that he was waiting outside of Neiman Marcus in the rain for. That's so awesome. It was a good suit. Did you see it? No, I did not. Oh, it was a good suit. He chose a good one? He chose a good one. Yeah. It was a good suit. (laughs) Describe it to me. Well, you know, here's the thing about- He wears it well. No, he he wears it well. It looked the Demarcus top looked Ware. almost yeah. like uh, oh, I get what you did there. Jeez, it's early, man. And you went with day. it. It's early. And you went with it. Well, he does wear it well. Is okay, the thing. good. Right. Hold on, I'm looking up a picture. Are you really? Him. Yeah, at the NFL Honors, so you could see huh. what it is that he was doing here. We haven't really talked much about the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coming in, I coming in, I was thinking that, yeah. and I go, you know, what's interesting is that. We've had all of these episodes. We haven't really talked about the game. I mean, you talked about the game with Golik a little bit, but like, and then, then I was thinking, does anyone really care what I think about this game? Like, not really. So I, I wasn't too stressed about it. I disagree. Look at this suit. Let me see. Oh, that is a nice suit to Marcus like Ware. Like a purplish velvet looking, maybe. Yeah. It's hard to tell the material from here. You know that it, it was like right above where we are is where it was taking place and me and juju were uh, or juju and i if there's any like grammar police out there mm. when we were certainly not me well when we were leaving yesterday uh the nfl honors were starting right yeah so one of the escalators that goes up we have to go up and down escalators in this building there's like a thousand floors it's really confusing the first day that we got here mm-hmm. we went up instead of going down we ended up at the wrong floor then we ended up to, we were kind of like scoping out the whole Fox setup that we were going to do later that day. Right. And then we ended up in like the 
bottom of the arena through like these hallways that almost looked like a hospital. It was like a it's an interesting situation that was going on there. And then yeah. finally we found where it is that we were actually supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that is to say that the NFL a lot. is somewhere in the middle of that. So when we were leaving, there's kind of like there's different banks of escalators. And on the second floor, you can kind of look down. So we were just kind of looking down at the red carpet for a little bit, watching people go in and out of the NFL honors. Right. Kind of exciting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm checking out the... Uh, the landscape? Well, the WFAN morning show, because it's... Uh, well, first off, it's hosted by my friend Greg Giannotti, Gio, mm-hmm. along with Boomer Sison, yeah. And it just dawned on me that those guys... Their show starts at 6. They've been starting at 4 a.m. every morning. And they're yeah. taking a group photo. What well, a nice moment. They're done. That's why. This I is know. It. Their coverage is done. Do I guess you love like, a good group photo? I wish. I'm, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. What? I was going to tell you you should go run and get in that group photo. I should. I mean, there's the great Eddie Erickson right there. I can wow. see him. I mean. <laughs> is that the guy with the ponytail? Yeah. Uh, uh, he looks like radio. I was wondering who that guy was. <laughs> Mostly. He's radio. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> Walk up and introduce yourself and he'll respond. Hi, I'm radio. I don't think he will I'll probably say his name's Eddie. <laughs> what do we have coming up uh, on the show today? Hey, good question. We have yeah. Emmett Smith. I didn't hear a word you said before, by the way. We have Brian Robinson. Well, you asked me this. I already told you what yeah. was coming up on the show. Uh-huh. So I figured that you weren't really listening today. There's been a lot going on. Uh, the great Jerry Recco. He's in my top five update anchors of all time. How about that? Along with the Duke. <laughs> And Ken Malden. <laughs> and Christine Lisi. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? You're only missing one at this point. Phil Shane. Okay. There you go. Good. Yep. So, anyway. So Emmett Smith Sorry. we're going to talk to. And like, uh, you, you know, it's already on social media. So, you know. Jonathan Grunfest. Well, now you're at six. You got that right. Does he say that? It was a staple, yes. Okay. Anyway, keep it moving. So we're talking to Emmett Smith now coming up. Uh, and we had to do shots with Emmett Smith. Yes. During, I'm still drunk. During the interview. Yeah. Uh, and then we, you know, later spoke to other people that interviewed Emmett Smith. And mm-hmm. they also did shots with Emmett Smith. What happened with Emmett Smith is he left a trail of tequila. So, like, everyone knew where Emmett was last because they, they, they saw he the left bottles. behind tequila everywhere he went. So, I have an autograph bottle of uh, of Emmett Smith's tequila. There is an autograph bottle of Emmett Smith tequila. Yes. We'll see where that ends up. Well, mm-hmm. I know where it's going to end up. You're going to take it. No, you can have it. No, it's fine. I don't want it. I mean, it's going to be valuable one day. I took the Max Homa signed bottle. You can have the Emmett Smith. What's the day that it'll be valuable? It's probably valuable right now, Billy. He's a Hall of Famer. He's considered maybe the greatest running back of all time. So should we can we can we tell people what he told us before the interview? Before we did the shots with him? Yeah, I mean it's a dangerous game. It was off the record. You sure you wanna Oh then we won't say it. Well you could say it. Was it off the record? Um well you say it and I'll determine if it's something that you can say. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. That he was fasting as oh, well. Well, I think he talked about it on the air. Yeah. So Okay, good. It was a it was a mix of things going on. Mm-hmm. It was a fun interview. Hey, we got to do shots with Emmett Smith, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not every day, and that's what Radio Row and Super Bowl week is all about. You're sitting down with Emmett Smith getting ready for an interview and in the middle of that interview you do a shot of tequila with him 
That's what it's all about. Also, Tyler Lockett is a really good guy. We love him. Really Second good guy. year in a row, he's been on with us from uh, Radio Row, yep. and uh, he's fantastic. How'd you enjoy the cigar party last night? Uh, cigar party last night. There was a lot going on there. It was there Jaws's, was a- Ron Jaworski's cigar party that Golick invited us to. By the time we got there, Golick had left already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I did ask Billy one of the great questions of all time. You want to share it with the audience or should I share it with the audience? I don't know the question. Upon walking into a cigar party, uh, I was having a heater. Oh, yeah. I put it out. Yeah. And I asked Billy. No, Gale. you did not put it out. No, you didn't. So we, we had to wait to get in and get the tickets and all this stuff because Golik left them, but it, you left them last minute because that's just kind of how we roll. Uh-huh. So uh, Stugatz is like, I need to, uh, I need a heater here before we get in. So we're trying to get in, and he decides this is the time for him to, you know, light a heater, and then turns to uh, the lovely woman at the door who's like letting us in, who right. was like very helpful with yes. us the entire night. And he he looks at her and he goes, am I allowed to smoke this inside? And I turn to Stugatz and I go, this is a cigar party. <laughs> I said, is there smoking inside? Yeah, you said, is there smoking And then you inside? said, Stugatz, it's a cigar party. Yeah. <laughs> Stupidity. Oh, it's God bless football. Yeah, we're also talking to Brian Robinson later, who told Stugatz a great story. Well, I guess he told all of Not us a great story. Not a great story, story but... Yeah. What was it? Yeah. I mean, he he walked us through. He was he was shot two times in the legs. Uh, he's he's fine. He came back. He played a lot. He started for the Redskins. Uh, an emotional story, I the, would say. The commanders. Um, yeah. The commanders. I'm sorry. Yeah. An emotional story is what he told us. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was listen, it was life changing, a life changing. It will change perspective. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but he did take us through that in a way that was very emotional to uh to him and and i got a little emotional as well so god bless football god bless football let's go to emmett smith a lot's changed over the years one thing that hasn't the great taste of miller light another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling so what is the best thing about the original light beer miller light sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it oh i remember 1975 we were all excited the bicentennial was right around the corner Everyone was focused, 200 years, and then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. A legend has sat down at the table in a beautiful Carolina blue blazer, I might add. Also saying he can't eat for another hour and change. What's going on with the eating habits, Emmett Smith? Man, I'm doing the intermittent fasting and uh, I'm on a 16-8. And so my uh, 16 hours of fasting concludes in about an hour and seven minutes. So, <laughs> are you constantly? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about the next thing I'm going to eat? I mean, well, I already know what I'm going to eat next. Once really? I get a chance, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. What is it? I, I'm going to go buy and try to find a smoothie king. Give me about a 32 ounce gladiator smoothie. Mm. Nice. And uh, suck that down for a little bit, and then mm. probably about an hour after that, hour and a half after that, I probably go get me some mixed nuts or something like that, some fish or something, mm. right. something light. 
Yeah. Then keep it pushing. Yeah. Then later on tonight I have dinner. <laughs> Is it working? Oh, I'm fine. With yeah. It. Yeah, man. As a matter of fact, I've lost almost 13 pounds. Really? And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, in about a month. Right. And so uh, my weight is fine. I just got to, just don't want to keep going lower. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. We'll drink tequila. Yeah. That, I, tequila. that I will do. Yes. That I will do. So Herodera Tequila is who you're uh, who you're here with. Yeah. And uh, explain to us how you got connected with them and what you're doing with them. Emma. Yeah, I've been representing Heather Doerr for about 13 years now. Um, it'll be 13 years this year, matter of fact, 13 years. And um, our relationships began with uh, the Double Barrel Reposado. <clears throat> um, I was introduced to this tequila when I was doing Dance with the Stars. I was at a bar and they did not have a brand that I was looking for. And a person uh, told me that I selected this, this, this brand for me. I test, tasted it. Told my uh, marketing people what I liked about it. Well, you know what? They went out and got me a deal. Perfect. And here it is. Been with them for 13 years now. It's amazing. I, I got to be honest. I uh, I didn't know that, and uh, I was shocked that you were. Uh, I don't know why, because I view you for, you a uh, through a child's eyes because I watched you so much growing up. <laughs> I just didn't see tequila in your future. I did not for some reason. Well, I, I didn't either. I saw fasting. But I didn't see tequila in your future. Yeah, I, I didn't either at the time until I started going down to um, um, down to Mexico, down to Cabo. Mm-hmm. Start going down to Cabo, St. Lucas, and hanging out down there and doing some tequila tasting and all that. And I came back, I acquired a taste for it. And I come back here to the States and I start looking for different types of tequila and tasting different types of tequila. And then this one landed in my lap and it was like, oh, this is it. This is the one. And it's been the one ever since. And it has grown. I mean, what you have right now in front of you, I would come bearing gifts. Oh, oh you're the best. You have Ultra Nejo. Oh, my God. And wow. I also have a Legends oh. that's in one of these bags over here, which is pretty good, too. But okay. This Cristalino right here yeah. is on point. Is yep. it? Yes, it is. It's very smooth. Oh, look at that we one. We enjoy it as well. Oh, we got Legends right oh, here. Oh, the Legends. Oh, you ask, you shall receive. Legends. Wow. Hey, Legends. A couple of Legends at this table, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. A couple of Legends cutting it up. That's right. Yeah. Y'all two Legends? No, no you, you, you and Bob. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it seems like a couple of Legends are about to be cutting it up to you guys. I don't know if you saw what they so put in since, front of you there. Since this, oh, no. since this bottle here is open and this one is not. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to open this right here. We're going we're gonna to take us a little shot. Right. You and, you, you and I? You and I? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan, how many shots of tequila have you taken so far today? So far? Yes. Oh, how many small shots? I mean, I've been taking... All right, I, All right. make mine small too, okay? They, they, they little shots. Like oh, we're that. doing three, Billy. All we're all we in go. now. Yeah, everybody's in. You want to do this, you got to do it the right yeah, way. Yeah, we got to do this together. We're going to do it. Shots, Thank you okay. so much. Shots. All right. Okay. Okay. That's you? Yeah, I'll take this. Okay. You should pour yours to the rim, Evan. I mean, seriously. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. All right. I am. All right. So we need your microphone up there. Yep. Give me one second. I am going. This is amazing. I'm about to do a. Sh- this is what Radio Row and media. <laughs> the media center. After this shot, Super Bowl's you all can about. Go over there, Evan, eat your, right? Radio Row and Super Bowl is all about doing shots of tequila. Yes, sir. Yeah. After this right. shot, y'all can go eat your subway. Oh, and perfect. Eat yeah. all the stuff. And, you, and you can't eat for another hour. I feel yeah, terrible I got for you. Hour. Yeah. Don't, don't, okay. feel, don't feel too bad. All right. Cheers to cheers. a uh, cheers to a legend. Okay. Yes. All right. Legend. Now y'all tell me what you think. Oh wow. Oh, that is good. That's good. Ooh, that is good. Nice. I feel alive, Emmett. 
You should feel alive. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Retirement sounds great. Sounds like you're having an awesome time. <laughs> hey, man, retirement can be fun. Life should be fun. You're enjoying life, Emmett. You really are, man. Like, you're, uh, you seem like you're in a great place. I, I was wondering, I wanted to ask you because growing up the running back position was like such an important position in the nfl are you upset as to what has happened to your it seems like it's been devalued and I, and I and i i would think for an old school running back like yourself who would carry the ball 30 times with a broken shoulder against the eagles in the playoffs or whoever it was giants. that you would the giants that's right that you would be upset at what has happened to your position the one that you mastered the one that you're the all-time greatest at for sure there's a ton of disappointment, in it and but I see a strategy that's been employed upon the running back group, and that strategy is to keep the money down yeah. and to share that money amongst two running backs or three running backs versus one main primary guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> these guys, I mean, you got you don't see many bell cow running backs these days, and the reason why you don't see them because they're not featured that way. Right. Uh, but Derrick Henry is one of those guys that is featured that way. Oh, yeah. Nick Chubbs can be a guy that's featured that way. Josh Jacobs could be a guy that's featured that way. And there's probably two or three others that could be featured that way. Now, when you're featured like that as a running back, you have to be physically fit and ready to go for a whole entire 16, 17-game schedule. Not many guys are built that way. And therefore, you will see the alter the alternating of, of that position um, from various teams. Mm -hmm. Teams that we're playing, that's playing this weekend. Well, the Eagles got two good running backs. They do. Kansas City has two good running backs too. They do. And they're both are sharing the load and, and that's just the way the game has evolved. I don't agree with it. I don't know if I would have been good in the systems like this. I don't know if they would have got the best out of me. You would have told the other running back to get the hell out. No, I, I think they're conditioning guys to just settle right. for that. Because if you do this a long, long, for a long period of time, eh, okay, I know I'm getting 10, 12 plays a, a game. Right. I'm going to be pressing those 10, 12 plays a game. There isn't a running back on the planet that should get 125 yards on 12 carries. Right. Unless he has one big big run, sure. and, mm -hmm. and that's one out of 12 carries, mm -hmm. and he's averaging – Two or three yards or four yards of carry for the next 10, 10, 10, 11, 12 reps. But the key with you and Billy doesn't, so Billy doesn't recognize this NFL back mm. in the, you know, 80s, 90s when I was growing right. up. Is Emmett got better as the game went on. So what he's trying to say is it would take me 12 carries to get to Max Emmett. You were much better in the third and fourth quarter than you were in the first and second. Yeah, I mean, I go back to my rookie year. I'm playing with the Cowboys my rookie year. David Shula is our offensive coordinator, right? And... And we're running this split offense, and I'm not, and I've never been in a really split back offense before. Uh, ran a little bit one year in college, but not a whole lot. But my most effective running style has me in the eye formation or power back scenario to where I got a chance to see everything else up front. My rookie year, I was averaging about six, seven, eight, maybe 12 yards, 12, 12 carries a game mm -hmm. for a period of time. We played the Cardinals out here one year, and I got 12 carries for about 65 or 60-something yards, and I'm not running the rock. I'm running the ball sparingly. 
we dropping back and throwing stupid passes and everything else. So we're not even taking advantage. I'm averaging over four yards a carry. Right. One play happens to where the ball get tipped, get picked, and they blame the guy tipping the ball, said I missed my block. I didn't miss my block. I did what they coached me to do. Mm -hmm. And when I tried to make an adjustment, I got my ass chewed out for making Ooh. an adjustment. Wow. So when I, when I did what they told me to do, finally, got tipped the ball, got picked, we ended up losing the game. So they blame it on me. In my press conference, I told them, I said, well, listen, I did what I was coached to do. And if they would have gave me the ball more than 12 daggone time when I'm averaging over four and a half yards of carry, I could have got 100 yards and we wouldn't have to throw the ball that much. I said that to them. The next week or the next two weeks, within the next week or so, they came to me and they said, we're going to give you the football. They gave me, gave me like 21 carries or 24 carries, and I rushed for 124, 21 yards against Tampa Bay. And the rest was history from that point forward. <laughs> Jimmy changed the whole offense, fired right. the coordinator, brought in North Turner. Then North Turner said, we're going to get you the football. And if you go look at my stats, everything just shot up from that point on. Yep. And they gave me the rock. But my job was to prove that I can handle all of that weight. And that's what running backs need to do. Have you been down to uh, Jimmy's a friend of the show? He's a friend of ours. Have you been down to uh, Jimmy's uh, place in the Keys? No, I haven't. No? No. Oh. no Why? Haven't. What are you waiting for, man? Hey. Bring some tequila. Let's go. Take some hairadura. I'm going yeah. to have to do it. I'm going to have to go down to visit the old, old ball coach. <laughs> he looks great, right? The hair yeah. is yeah, it's unbelievable. It. Yeah. As long as you don't try to get me in that ocean, I'm good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, coming down, I'm coming down to have drinks and hang out at the bar. <laughs> well, Jimmy's all about that, okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hairadura tequila, the great Emmett Smith with us. Uh, go ahead and promote it one more time in the way. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hedador Tequila, the finest tequila in the, in the country. 150-year-old. Uh, I'm hammered, Emmett. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay, hammered. <laughs> <laughs> this legend is, is legendary for legendary people who want to live and hang out with legends. That's mm -hmm. just the way I look at it. All right, man. So thank you guys for your time. Enjoy this tequila over here, the Nejo. Drink it responsibly. Mm -hmm. Be safe and enjoy the Super Bowl. Emmett, I'm going to be disgusting and ask you. There's a Sharpie right there. If you could sign that bottle of tequila for us, that would be the most amazing thing ever. He's signing it. Oh, my God. This is what Super Bowl week is all about. Ridiculous. That's great. You have no shame. You just, what do you mean? You just asked Stephen A to sign your book. No, I didn't. David yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett Smith a. signed Smith that. Sign your book? Yeah. Well, it's Stephen A's book, you know what I mean? Yeah. Want it? No, I don't want it. Thanks so much. <laughs> See you, Emmett. Tyler Lockett with us here on Radio Row. We're in Arizona getting ready for the Super Bowl. He is with us on behalf of DirecTV. What are you doing with DirecTV, man? Uh, well, first and foremost, man, just blessed and thankful to be a part of the DirecTV family. Uh, you know, even when I was a little kid, my dad and uncle would be playing in the league, and so we'd be watching them play on DirecTV, and now, <laughs> full circle, I'm sitting here with a um, in a partnership with them, but um, we all know that for 30 years, they've been a leader in live sports. Um, we all know that um, they're like the ultimate destination for the NFL fans and stuff like that. But what I'm here to talk about today is that we partnered up with the Ronald McDonald housing charity to be able to provide access just for um, for kids to be able to have entertainment when it comes to watching TV, like um, the cartoons, the sports, the news channels and stuff like that. And so also tomorrow night, Friday night, I'll be able to be representing direct TV and the Ronald McDonald Housing Foundation um, just by being able to go out there in the ACL tournament, um, American Cornhole League. So we'll be out there playing on direct live stream. 
Tyler Lockett's a good man. Fundamentally, <laughs> he is a good man. He's, he's up for the guy. Walter Payton Award as well, man. Yeah. You're a good person, man. I appreciate that. Now, l- listen, because I'm such a bad person, yeah. I'm, I love being around good people. I really do. <laughs> well, Balances you know, me out. Well, <laughs> good company is good character, right? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I have one question for you, like football-related. Mm. Geno Smith. What the hell? Oh, that's not that's not my response. <laughs> my, mine is Geno Smith. Way to go! <laughs> yeah, but who saw that coming? Uh, everybody that was in house. Really? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm talking. He played for the Jets. I'm a Jet fan. Okay. Yeah. That's not the Geno Smith that played for the Jets. What the hell happened, Tyler? Uh, we got the Geno Smith that played that played with the West Virginia Mountaineers. <laughs> you definitely, that's right. You yeah. So you guys headed into the season didn't have any worry about Geno at all. Like you didn't think there'd be drop off. No, I mean, like obviously, like we we play with one of the best quarterbacks to play the game. Like you know, you're talking about Russ, the most winning um, football player in his first ten years. You're talking about, you know, uh, um, future Hall of Famer and everything that he brought to the team was like phenomenal. Right. And so it it wasn't the fact that um, we were expecting Geno to be just as great as Russ. All we wanted him to do was to go out there and be himself. Um, I think the coaches did a great job adjusting to uh, um, Geno's strengths. And I think that Geno did a great job being able to put the team on his back and just being able to lead us um, to victory in a lot of these big time games. But I mean, he's trained for this. Like, people don't understand just because he wasn't playing for numerous amount of years, he was going against the best defenses every single day at practice. The ones, the ones who actually go out there and play on a daily basis. And so, I mean, his his skills were getting sharpened each and every day. And that's when he finally got his opportunity. But if he didn't take those years serious where he wasn't playing, this opportunity wouldn't have been able to present itself like he did. He was prepared. So the years where he's backing up, like he took that stuff and you guys saw it, right? So he took it super seriously to prepare for whether it was injury or whether Russ got traded or just moved on. He was prepared for this is what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you never want anything to happen to where, like, you know, we had to trade Russ. Like, nobody wanted that to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so we know that it's part of the business and stuff like that. And so you got to adapt and you got to move forward. But if you're a business and you're looking at who's going to be the next QB, I mean, if you if you have that much faith in a player like Geno, a lot of that comes from the numerous amount of years that he's been able to show you what he's capable of doing. If he wasn't trying to show them what he was capable of doing, then that's going to make you want to go find people out of house. Right. And so it says a lot about what he brought and what he showed the organization throughout those years that gave them the opportunity to say, you know what, you've earned this for the last couple of years, and we're going to give you a chance to show us who you can be as a primetime quarterback. Uh, were you surprised Rush struggled a little bit in Denver? I mean, we weren't really focused on that as much. Um, I don't even know focus, but you guys, there's a relationship there. Yeah, you guys I mean, are clearly friends. You had a lot of success together, and I was surprised by it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's you know there's more things that played into it than people think. I mean, you know, they they had a really great team, especially on paper, and a lot of those guys were dealing with injuries and were getting hurt. And so, you know, it's hard for teams to be able to get to where they, you know, they want to go when injuries and stuff are a part of the game and it happens because it changes so much. And now all of a sudden, the way that you are going to attack opponents, you got to be able to change and adapt because now other people come into play and that might not be their strengths as well. So, I mean, it, it, it's a hard game of football to play when everybody's good and, you know, we all say excuses are excuses. Every, everybody's dealing with injuries, but sometimes injuries does affect teams and affects expectations. How'd you get into poetry? 
Uh, you know, it's something that I wanted to be able to do. Um, just being able to be a part of poetry. I learned a lot of it from P4CM. And um, they're called Passion for Christ Movement. And mm -hmm. the more and more that I got into it and, and did it, I had an opportunity to be able to come up with a book reflection. And, you know, it, it's been going pretty great. And it's something that I like to do. Uh, I, uh, I'm hesitant to ask you, but I want to see if uh, maybe you recite one of your poems right now. I mean, I think oh, that'd be man. pretty cool. You got one? Uh, I put you yeah, on the spot. Said, it's a terrible uh, spot. I'm sorry. Are you trying to think of one right now? Yeah, I was trying to. I, I think I got one that said, I'm okay. so nice like palm trees. That sounded so conceited. But I can give you reason after reason because after God created me, I know now who I came to be and I would never ever look the same to me. People come to plain to me thinking I sit and agree, but that's something that's no longer in my pedigree. A couple of folks could have made it out if they just bled with me, but they were too scarred. Some could never keep that life up and they was too gone. Now they paying for their mistakes and they got no Groupons. But as for me, I'm moving forward with or without shoes on. That's outstanding, man. <laughs> you're a well-rounded person, a good person. You're everything I'm not, Tyler Lockett. Oh, no, you're probably that too. You just don't give yourself enough credit. No, no, he's, no, not. I'm not, he's Tyler. not. He's not Tyler. <laughs> you see how quick he was to the mic there? No, he's not. You see that? I mean, he's not there when I need him. Oh, but when man. I need him to insult me, he's right there for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most impressive thing, quickly, on the way out, that you've seen DK Metcalf do in the weight room. Man. You probably. guys are really different in terms of physical size, oh, right. man. Jesus Christ. I'm really in the right room, so. <laughs> <laughs> leave it right there. <laughs> you wouldn't know because you're not there. All right, tell us one more time what you're doing here uh, with our uh, friends over at DirecTV. Yeah, so I'm here partnering with DirecTV, and we're going to be able to um, also partner with the Ronald McDonald Charity Housing, and we're going to be out there playing cornhole for the ACL tournament. Looking forward to it. Um, I opponent is going to be Fitzpatrick, so let's hope that he doesn't bring that Fitz magic. <laughs> <laughs> even when I'm uh, even when I'm trying to make fun of myself, he's still nice. He's still nice to me. <laughs> You're a good man, Tyler yeah, Lockett. Man. Good luck moving forward, and uh, we appreciate you joining us, no, man. I appreciate you too, man. Y'all right. could catch it on directtv.com. Alright, man. Alright, good luck with the Walter Payton word, man. Yes, sir. Okay. Brian Robinson is with us here on Radio Row. Uh, he's wearing. He's with us on behalf of Auntie Anne's pretzels. I love Auntie Anne's. You're wearing a ridiculous hat, but I got to tell you, you wear it well, and no one, and I mean no one, looks better than you on Radio Row right now. Hey, man, look. You know it, though, right? I got the pretzels. I got some warm ones here, too. You want one? Yeah, I do. I do, actually. I do. <laughs> oh, my God. These are not my favorite. My favorite kind is the... Uh, the cinnamon. Oh, yeah, the cinnamon. Oh, yeah. cinnamon yeah. sugar pretzels are the best You smell them as soon as you walk ones. in the mall. You smell them. Oh, so good. Ever have the pepperoni pretzels? Have you? Yeah, I tried them first. Oh, I probably tried oh, all of them. Jeez, I love pretzels. You don't feel ridiculous at all in that hat because you know you're wearing it well, right? Oh, I'm good, man. <laughs> Why would he feel ridiculous? Like, what, is, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm chilling. You chilling? Are you enjoying your time here on Radio Rep? Oh, yeah, it's been cool. It's been a cool day, a, Who, cool, a cool experience. Have you met anyone that you've been uh, kind of dying to meet or no? Uh, no. I, ain't gonna, I don't know if I've been dying to meet someone. No? Uh, temp, uh, permanent. I don't know. I don't think I've been dying to meet nobody here. No? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's why I come here because I'm like, uh, you know, I like to meet, you know, I hung out with uh, Emmett Smith. I did shots of tequila with him. Like, that's pretty uh, cool, you know? Y'all took shots up in here? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm hammered right now, yeah, bro. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having fun. I ain't having that much fun. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. Um, how was uh, how was your first year in the NFL? Uh, I can say, you no, know, it was you no, know, it was great, honestly. It was 
lot of you no know, ups and downs, unfortunately. But uh, great experience, you know. I've always wanted to play in the NFL. You know, um, you know uh, we almost had an opportunity, you know, playing the playoffs. You were close, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we were, we were very close. You know, um, we, you know, prove, we continue to prove that, you know, you know, we have, you know, the pieces, we have weapons. You know, um, we just got to put it all together. And, you know, um, I feel like you know, if we continue to do the things that we've been doing, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be uh, trending in the right direction. Can you, uh, and I'm certain you've been asked this, but if you could kind of like take us through, you were shot twice uh, before the season started. Um, how are you feeling? And uh, can you kind of take us through what that whole experience was, was like for you? Well, I, I still got some uh, some after effects uh, just in my muscles and stuff that was damaged. But, um, you know, I felt like you know, I, I recovered pretty well, you know, uh, in a short amount of time enough to uh, you know, come back and you know, play like week four, yeah, week five, and played well. Yep. So um, yeah, with the situation that happened, though, know, I'll just kind of sum it up a little bit. Um, yeah. It was um, it was uh like a Sunday evening, like four o'clock, broad daylight. You know, really wasn't expect you know too much of anything to be going down. You know, especially around where like you know busy roads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I had decided to drive my car up to uh, to the city to uh, to grab this little brunch spot uh, before I had just came back home. It was a cool day, you know, sunny outside, yeah. chill day. Yeah. So uh, by the time I get there, I, I go in there and I see that uh, it was a little crowded. So I didn't want to stay too long. So I ended up you know, kind of making my way back out to the car. And, you know, um, once I uh, went out to where my car was parked at, you know, I was just standing over there about, you know, kind of preparing myself to leave. And before you know it, you know, these two young guys running down from out of nowhere, uh, you know, pointing two guns in my face with masks on, like, basically, like, uh, trying to like, stick me up for everything, you know, asking me to, you know, give up everything, give up my uh, my money and my keys and stuff like that. And um, at first, I really didn't, um, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it was, uh, like, that was going on. Sure. Like, um, I ain't believe it. Only, only reason I didn't, because, like, don't nobody never, like, play with me like that. Like, or, right. or try me, like, or disrespect me like that. Mm -hmm. Or try to take nothing, nothing. Like, don't play with me like that at all. Right. So the fact that, like, now I'm, I'm in the middle of some serious situation that it's not like I put myself in it, but now I got to deal with it right now. And the fact that, you know, these young, young guys trying to jack me. So, uh... I mean, I reacted the way I did, you know, uh, you know, I went after one of the shooters, you know, and I, I took the gun from him. Right. And uh, in that process, uh, the other uh, guy shot at me and uh, hit me. Uh, so once he hit me the first time, I kind of fleed off just a little bit to kind of create a little separation. And I tried to, like, kind of run off a little bit. And the guy continued to shoot. And he, he caught me one more time in my knee. Like while I was trying to like uh, like get away, so I ended up you know getting to the end of the block, you know still having all of my personal belongings to so that I could get on the phone and call for help. Who's to say if I had a who's to say if I had a gave up all my stuff, nah, if I would have been able to call for help, right, or something like that, or just have something I needed to help get me out of. Going through that, and then you see someone miss like four games with a broken finger, you think like, what the hell? Yeah, man. I don't yeah. know. I can't really quit. I don't, I don't try to question nobody else's toughness. You know, uh, 
but were you thankful that you like you didn't give up your stuff so you had the ability to 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 make that call i guess right yeah also um you never really know like i said like uh you can't pre really predetermine crazy, uh, you can't really predetermine uh, how you react in that situation yeah so um i can say uh i don't regret doing what i did mm -hmm. you know i know it, it it led to what happened but uh it, it still could have ended several different uh ways um you know who to say if i you know gave my stuff up they wouldn't still shoot Right. You know, or still feel threatened. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, and still pull the trigger. So, uh, you never really know. Like, it's not like I knew what was going to happen if I reacted however. Sure. So, I just went with what I thought I should do, and was that blessed to still be here with y'all. Mm -hmm. has, has it changed your perspective uh, on and your outlook on, on life in general? It has uh, to, right? Uh, that has to. It yeah. changed a lot. Uh, Makes you value things more, right? Because I've always been one of those guys, like, a you know, heavy PTSD guy, uh, like always looking on my shoulders, always making sure you know that my people watching, you know their surroundings and you know what's going on around them. Always being that voice, and for this to happen to me, it just turned it up ten notches. Right. Yeah. Did you feel the love and support from 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 all the people that you expected to get that oh, love yeah. and like you know Coach Saban, all these people, right? Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. got all uh, uh, all love. And uh, from the people that I expected it from, you know, my family, my coaches, my friends, you know, the people I really care about, uh, you know, they showed me that they really you know, care about me and my health. We uh, we had, uh, and, and we'll let you go on this note, uh, we had Malik Willis, so we had uh, Damian Pierce on a couple of yeah. weeks ago. So you played at Alabama. I asked them, how much money would it take if I, if I had Derrick Henry running his, like picking up a full head of steam and you had to stand 15 yards away from Derrick Henry, and he's running full speed at you. How much money would I have to pay you to try to tackle Derrick Henry? Me? Yeah. I mean... Because I can tell you this, Malik Willis said there is not an amount of money in the world you could pay me to try to tackle Derrick Henry. See, not an amount. Damian Pierce said he'd he's do it for, I think, like a, he's a quarterback. Yeah. Damian Pierce said he'd do it for like a million bucks. Look, um, at that point... If you throw me an offer and it sounds good at the time, yeah. I'll take it. You take it? I'll take it. But, like, how low do I have? Like, can I, like, 50000 you'll do it? 50000 I'll hit him. 20. 20. Full head of steam. Full head of steam. I'll do it for 20000 You 10? Don't, don't do it for 10. He offered you 50 before. Don't take 10. Yeah. Don't take 10. But I'm just wondering what, how low it goes. Nah, I ain't going that low. I don't think I'm going that low. <laughs> at that point, I ain't got to do it. I ain't got to do it. All right. Uh, tell us one more time what you're doing uh, with Auntie Ann's pretzels on the way out here, man. Uh, we got the Auntie Ann's uh, uh, Super Bowl game day snack pack where you order two buckets of the, uh, the pretzel bites nuggets with six sauces. And you get free delivery. Ooh. So you get free delivery for your uh, Super Bowl snack when you order two buckets of the pretzel bites and six dipping sauces. Well, they come, they all come together, but just yeah. order your two buckets mm. and you get free delivery. Perfect game day snack. I like your vibe, man. You're a good man. I'm, I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you're feeling okay. I'm sorry you had to go through that, man. But you, uh, man. I appreciate you. Came out okay on the other side of it. That's a pretty nice necklace you got working Thank there too, you, man. my man. Yeah. My little, uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is my little throw on, my little throw on necklace. All right, man. We're rooting for you moving forward, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you, bud. Yes, All right, man.
A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years, and then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.